second part of the episode, I'm going to play some Doctor Who theme music that was produced by Roger, who we know as Poodle Faker. I'm going to play this music and then we'll get back into part two of the Doctor Who Club of Australia episode. size plug for the Doctor Who Club and the possibility of the Doctor Who Club Australia podcast. Working on it. Yes. We are working on a Doctor Who Club of Australia podcast that we we're hoping to get some members to come and join us um, and talk about their experience with Doctor Who, their, their loves, their hates, um, and just their, their general love of the show. So, yeah, we're looking at putting that together very soon. Um, the purpose of tonight, obviously, was to get Roger on, introduce him to everyone and, and 
hopefully a couple of his cohorts will come on in future and uh they've definitely said yes yeah yeah, two two people have definitely said they will and i think once we get the ball rolling more we'll we'll say that's a great well we're going to advertise it on in in the data extract and we're definitely going to advertise it in our newsletter uh, electronic newsletter which comes out once a month so um we'll put a little splurge in there about the aspirations of this particular podcast and what we're trying to do and ask people if they would like to participate and um, hopefully we'll get a, you know, a regular, a regular thing going. For, for our listener, if they're interested in the Doctor Who Club <laughs> in Australia, <laughs> uh, how, 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 how would they contact you? What, the yes, Doctor well, Who Club? I wonder whether you're talking about the podcast actor. You know, no, no, no. This, this is the unabashed, big opportunity, TARDIS-sized plug for the Doctor Who Club. Oh, I so, see. So yes. All right. If, mm. if mm. our listener wants yes. to join, the how Doctor would Who they Club. get in contact? Oh. Yeah, how would they get oh. in contact with you? Well, you just look up Doctor Who Club Australia on internet, and you'll find there's a website there, and on the website there's opportunity to become a member you just click on the buttons and i think for concession is twenty dollars a year for normal person is twenty five dollars a year and then there's what is it forty five dollars for three years it's it's pretty cheap actually Um, it's extremely cheap actually and considering you get the magazines as well which you get the magazines the club the club is not non-profit so all of this is you know is produced out of the membership fee, out of the membership. And we'd run a few things like Trivia Night, and we make some money out of that, and we run day events, and we make not much but something out of that. Um, so, we sell stuff on the – sell stuff via the, via the club shop, uh, make a bit of money on that, not a lot. Um, we yeah. do things up on Lulu, which, you know, is a, a print on demand, and we make money out of that. But we'll um, certainly point so, our listener towards that, Roger. And um, if anybody's thinking much. of uh, buying any Doctor Who merchandise, please do it through the, the Doctor Who Club of Australia's website. Yeah, and yeah then good prices. Good, good discounted prices, yeah. And and you can find their website at www.dwca.org.au. That is correct. Very good. That's where and you can find it. Do you have an email address as well, Roger, if someone wants to get in contact with you or yeah, maybe we, well, submit uh, some stuff just for do, Doctor Who? Yes, yeah, so you, you can find the Contact Us tab. I've just found it on the, yeah, um, that's right. the, yeah, web, the web can. page. Yeah. And that'll you just fill out the, the bits and hit submit. Yeah, and it comes to me. Absolutely. So do you have anything coming up uh, as far as social events? Um, well, we have, a, there, we have or... a day event on uh, the 20th of November and we've got um, overseas visitors coming sometime next year, early next year in sort of late April time and we're trying to set up a, a proper um, sort of fully fledged event for that. Um, but on top of that we have um, every two months we have a day event, which is the one in Burwood, um, you know, where people chat and talk and have food and we show a few different things with uh, previous Doctor Who episodes and oddball stuff which people have picked up related to the Doctor Who uh, trope. Um, and, of course, the thing like Trivia Night, which comes up as well. So we are 
the club is fairly active, particularly in Sydney, uh, where a lot of the uh, a lot of the activity is. Um, it has local groups scattered around the country, which are run by local group managers, and they just run their um, evenings um, for Doctor Who enthusiasts. So there'd be one in Brisbane, and there's one in Melbourne and Canberra. Oh, I can't remember the other ones, but it's, it's quite a heap of them. There's about five or six across the country, which are just like a local group enthusiasts yeah. where they meet once a month to indulge themselves in Doctor Who, really. Yeah, I remember back in the earlier days uh, when I was a member, um, they used to hold regular video nights where that somebody would put up their hand and say... That's right, yeah. Video Dallas night at my place. Few, yeah. And, yeah, That's right. And you'd just That's turn right. up to this sort of house. And, um, and yeah. Just watch, watch a few Doctor videos Who. and have a pizza. Yeah. Have a pizza or a glass of beer. Yeah. I think that's kind of dropped, by the way. So the thing, the problem we had was people actually sat, well, COVID killed it, really, because you can't really mm. you know, go that's around right. other people's houses. But it's been an idea to try and reinvent that because it was, uh, people really enjoyed that. It's a very sort of intimate sort of situation where you're writing hearing other people eating food in their lounge room, watching their TV and various interesting shows from Doctor Who. It was, it was fascinating. Like actually, I couldn't believe that someone would actually open their house to a heap of strangers, and, and it was just it was such a nice um, atmosphere, and, and everybody was there, all like-minded, watching the same thing and really getting involved yeah. with it. So it was, it was terrific. So hopefully we can do something like that in the future. That would be it's, if we could get that kicked off again. I'll write yeah. that down, you know. That's a bit now advice. that COVID is finished, um, it should yeah. be a problem. Now, quick, quick pop quiz. Roger, yes. favourite episode? Oh, I still think Genesis is the, the Daleks is, yeah. you know, just absolutely outstanding um, sort of commentary. That's up on, there. On, on, on philosophy, yeah, yeah philosophy. Eddie? Uh, I still like the Green Death, but I also like the other John Pertwee episode called Carnival of Monsters. With Katie Mann. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Interesting. Victoria? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think, yeah, one of my favourites was the Celestial Toy Maker. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah that's a good Another one. Another good one. Yeah. Davros? Castro Valva. Castro Valva. Oh, Davison. Right. Mine's the Sea Devils. The Sea oh, Devils? Right. John Pertwee, the, the original. The original Sea Devils. Yeah. And, yeah. and Princess. Thank you. I didn't think you were going to ask was, me. Just I because... was coming. Yeah, I thought you're not going to ask me because I'm only new to it. Uh, anything with Matt Smith and no, Amy no, no. Pond. One episode. Pick one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're putting Jeez. them on the spot. You're fine. Oh, she's she's a newbie. She hasn't seen you that many. You might not know I them. haven't seen that many. I can't. So but... come on, pick one. When Amy and Amy and do what's it work out that River is their daughter. Yep. That's pretty good. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of us that are classic nerds, um, what about in the new run of series? Roger? Uh, well, I think it's the day of the Doctor, but I think that's that – is that actually an episode or is that a – Oh, no, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's an episode, yeah. 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 I, I, I really like The Day of the Doctor. Yeah. yeah. I thought I liked that very much. Which yeah. one's that? What's that story? That was the regeneration of um, David Tennant, wasn't it? Yes. When he, when oh, he right. got no, the I extra. 
Yes, no, nah, you'll you'll get there. Eddie, uh, I really like the uh, Chris Eccleston. Um, Where's my mummy? One with the the mask. That was and, good. Uh, oh, that was yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Was brilliant. set in the yeah. World War. Um, unbelievable. Victoria. Um, the first episode with Donna was really good, but I also liked um, Heaven Sent for Capaldi. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I have to make a confession. I have not watched any Capaldi. I've watched half of the first episode and just didn't like it. Mm. Oh, Which was the one with the statues that were crying or? Oh, Weeping Angels. Weeping Angels. That was creepy, yeah. That's a good one. And that's my favourite of the new series is is Blink because the the Doctor and Martha don't appear in the first part of it and he only only appears in the Easter eggs and the videos. I like how when they're, um, the light goes up. And then it comes back on, and they're closer. And oh, that was scary, and that was scary. Right, very clever, very yeah. clever. Yeah, it was super princess. clever because it, it didn't show I think anything. Princess might have something to say. <laughs> princess. <laughs> well, I was just going to say my my other favourite so far is when no. Capaldi's friend Bill became a Cyberman, and she realised that she was going to lose her um, sentience and. So she committed suicide and got all the saved everybody by taking off and exploding herself and all the other Cybermen followed up. Oh, I can't think of the name of the episode. I loved Bill. That, that was all heartbreaking. Bill, yeah. Bill was heartbreaking, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. It was. It was. Yeah. I cried. Girl in the Fire. Oh, did you like that? Oh, yeah. I really that, liked that. That was very good, wasn't it? Yeah. That was very good. But it it also recycled some of the classic monsters, if you like, with the the robots and that sort of thing. You know, the clockwork robots and uh, everything else. That it 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 was actually a really well done episode. Mm. Mm. Yeah, look, classically, anything with unit. I I love the whole unit storyline. Everything set on Earth. It was just amazing. yeah, the Brigadier. Let's do it. What a character, hey? Yeah. Hit, hit, him and Sergeant Benton. Oh. Yes. yes, yes. And some of their special effects from that era were just amazing. With yeah. That, um, the dinosaur one um, where they had those, literally had those hand puppet dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Invasion of the Dinosaurs with Sarah Jane That's and right. uh, John Perry. Yeah. 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 That was unbelievable. Um, did it, did anyone watch the series that they did on the making of Doctor Who, the original series? Um, it, it was, I think, it was done by the BBC. Um, recent, wasn't where, it? Yeah, it was. A, it was recent, but it had. Mm. I think the one of the producers was actually an Australian woman that was behind the scenes, and she was the one that kept William Hartnell. On track with a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh wow! He'd turn around and try and do something, and they'd go, "No, we haven't got the budget for that." And she'd have to. She got given the job to try and persuade him to actually <laughs> continue going. It's actually a really good series. That sounds fascinating. Um, where, where would you find that? Uh, I'll tell you in a minute. While Bargy does that, dear listener, I just want you to know that Bargy has actually been to the Doctor Who museum set. 
whatever. He's been to Doctor Who, do what's it in Wales. All right. Yes, that that was that was a bucket list item that was able to be ticked off. And the good thing about it is just around the corner is the entrance to Torchwood. All right. That's right, yeah. Right right, right, right in front of the um, Welsh Cultural Centre. All right. And then probably within 50 metres of that was the, um, uh, the entrance where... Yantu used to be in Torchwood, right, yeah. and that's where they set up the Yantu Shrine. All right, um, we were there. That was 2018, 2018, 2019. Not that long. So, so it it was. That's um, <laughs> twenty five years ago. <laughs> no, oh god, no. They'd moved the production of Doctor Who to the Welsh studios. They had all this. Body space, so they set up the the museum there, and once again, this background that you've got here, or that I've got, is taken from a photo uh, when we were at the museum. We got to walk through all of the TARDIS console rooms that they had set up there. Mm. Yeah, it was just it, it was a lot of fun, and I brought back a whole heap of Doctor Who stuff and T-shirts and God knows what else. Fantastic. The name of the series was called An Adventure in Space and Time. Oh, I think oh, I've seen yeah. that, yeah. yeah. I have seen parts yeah. of it, yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Now, <laughs> I, found, I found quite an interesting audio file while I was looking for some stuff today that I didn't even know existed. And I'll see if I can find it again. I, fa- I found this today, uh, yesterday when I was looking for some other stuff about the doctor. I crossed the void beyond the mind. The empty space of time. So, well picked. Yeah, apparently it was a promo that he did that they were going to have as one of the intros for one of his series, but it never Mm. actually ended up making it off the cutting room floor. Mm, All right. I didn't know that. But apparently he also did a lot of voiceovers because at the time he was also working and doing a bit of uh, non-Doctor Who work in voiceover (coughs) uh, stuff. And there was a lot of crossover where apparently you can, if you go back through some of the Tom Baker series, you'll actually get voiceovers that were done by John Pertwee. Wow. No, I didn't know that. There's um, there's a really good um, live recording of his one-man show just called John Pertwee Live, I think it was called. It yeah. goes for about two hours. He does it in two sections because he had a very bad back at that time and he had to rest for half an hour or so between the two the two sections. But, man, that is the most amazing story about when he was in the Navy and how he got um, sunk on the SS Hood. And yep. 
Uh, no way. Yeah. It was the HMS Hood. Yeah, he, he got, was on um, the hood when he got sunk. Yeah, he got transferred out, I think, a day or two before it got sunk. And oh, yeah. all his wow. friends that died on that um, mm. on that sinking, um, mm. the Bismarck wow. sunk it. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, incredible. Oh, yes. And he, he, he got he, he got blown up, and and um, they thought he was dead, and they they actually put him in the morgue, and he woke up in there. So he's got some fascinating uh-uh. stories. Yeah, I'll I'll get it to you guys. Mm. Just an MP3 goes for about two hours. It's astonishing. Wow. He goes into Wurzel Gummidge and um, oh yeah, who who that, that was, was great on that character and everything. Mm. He's, he's postman. Love Wurzel. My kids loved that. My oh, kids love Wurzel Gummidge. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, so did I. Yeah, brilliant show. Very mm. very clever. Mm. Very funny. He's handed over the outro to me because he's just having an attack of the vapours at the thought of all things Doctor Who. He loves it just so much. So, dear listener, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast with no name. I'd like to thank Labaji, Victoria, Davros, Eddie and Poodle Faker for joining in tonight's episode and discussing all things Doctor Who. And I can tell you, dear listener, that I've learned lots because I am a total newbie to the world of Doctor Who. Now, um, Poodle Faker has given you the contacts with Baju's help um, for the Doctor Who Club of Australia and please feel free to go and explore their website. I've had a quick look and it is quite interesting and there's an awful lot there. But if you would like to contact any of us at the podcast with no name, you can do so at podnoname at gmail.com or at at podnoname on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you, dear listener. I know that Sid is quaking in his boots, dear listener, at the thought of meeting you or hearing from you, and I know that Graham would love to answer an email from you. So, dear listener, until next time, thank you for joining us, and we hope you enjoyed the podcast with no name. Take care. What is that thing dangling in front of you? That's the microphone. That's my little oh, microphone okay. stand. Because otherwise it brushes against the boobs and... Um, uh, yeah. You don't want to brush. I have well, trouble. Yeah. Mine is poodle faker. Poodle faker? Yeah, look it up. It's a good word. It really exists. I, I've... I'm dumbfounded. What does that mean? Yeah. Oh, well, in the... Uh, uh, 1914-18 war, there were a lot of young men who professed to be veterans or um, veterans of the, of the war, and in fact they never actually participated, and they, those people who masqueraded falsely were called poodle fakers. Oh, wow. That yeah. is gold. Right, uh, it seems okay. to have like a, a oh. in-depth knowledge of just about everything. I've, I've just been able to retain useless crap. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, well, that's Frog. His name's Bob. All right. Good old Bob. <laughs> Frog. I thought you'd seen a ghost. You were sitting there with your mouth open. Yeah. yeah what is... <laughs> no.
I would have been running out to the arms of Mr. Safety if I saw a ghost. (laughs) Depends on the ghost, I suppose, but, you know. If you're also looking for tips on how to run the um, the, the club, uh, Roger, we're happy to give you some tips on how we run this podcast. It's probably um, oh yeah, That'd be good. yeah yeah. So if you want to take it from a successful organisation to a, to something a super... less than that, <laughs> all right, okay, all right, okay, thank you. Uh, we try and get everything done in three 40-minute periods, Roger. Three, you're right, yeah, um, okay, yeah, that's good. Try not to go over that two-hour mark if we can. <laughs> Um, yeah, it depends on how much we're drinking at the time. Yes, yeah. yes, it, yes, it does. <laughs> the time we're sort it, of it, it paralytic on the floor, the thing falls yeah. apart, does it? Mm, <laughs> absolutely. Most of all, I'd like to thank Pod Faker for turning up. Can I say that again? Podfaker. So, <laughs> what did I call you? Podfaker. Podface, Pod actually, is what came over my head. Never mind. <laughs> I know, I popped it up. Um, Terrific. How was that? Yeah, very, yeah, that's very great. Good. We nice should be able done. to craft this um, pile of steaming turd into something quite usable. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, yeah. that outro was like the Mr. Whippy of turds. I'm sure you'll have to cut that to smithereens. <laughs> Not for an episode of Us. You don't need it to talk Doctor Who stuff. We, no, okay. We, no. we manage to talk shit all the time, so, you know. <laughs>